1: Good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports and the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer standing by in northwest Arkansas. I'm Randy Rainwater from the capital city. Good afternoon, Mr. Rick Schaefer. Good afternoon, Mr. Rick Schaefer. Okay, I'm 0 for 2. How about that one? Good afternoon, Mr. Rick Schaefer. How can you be 0 for 3? Go That's a great... That is. Thank you, Damon. That is a good question. Uh, you would think Rick would be on one of those inputs. But uh, for the moment, at least we don't hear him. So maybe we shall hear from Rick in a moment. Usually he'll even send me a message if there's some issues. So, again, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. We'll be joined in a moment by Rick Schaefer. What a weekend of sports. And I say weekend of sports. Everything for the National Football League, obviously on Saturday for many. I think you kind of know what went down, and that was another embarrassing okay he's saying on normal line all right rick i've got that one open so if you want to start singing to me
2: i'm happy to just talk
1: like i'm here okay all right i see now what the issue was there was one of the buttons okay that was not pushed it's uh i just i just copycat what's on the board
2: have you pushed me now
1: yeah okay <laughs>
2: I kept saying, hi Randy, good. <laughs> you had this one, first of all, you let the music play for like 13 minutes before you came on, that was one of your longer waits, and then uh, I was trying to say, hi, oh, it's nice to have you back. Well, and,
1: okay, I was getting settled in, you know, <laughs> it, it it takes me a few seconds to get everything in the manner, or, organized in the manner that I want uh, to be, uh, to setting down, so. It just took me a few extra seconds longer than what I anticipated, and I and I could hear the music, and I'm thinking, "Oh, Rick's thinking, is he not going <laughs> to answer me? Is he not going to, you know, is he not going to turn?"
2: That's right. Well, now who'd you say? What'd you who'd you say it was a bad loss for for Green Green Bay played? No, 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 no. no. I was going to say another embarrassing loss. Another
1: embarrassing loss. Oh, for the, the Razorback for the Arkansas team? basketball team. Yeah. That to yeah. me is embarrassing. Anytime we, that Arkansas loses by double digits unless they are playing the Philadelphia 76ers or they are playing the uh, Boston Celtics, someone like that, losing at home by 13, okay, they're much improved. I'll give them that. They're much improved. That is South Carolina. But they're
2: not that improved. But they're
1: not that improved. And they're not that, should not be, 13 points better than Arkansas.
2: Well, here's here's the issue. It's happened in four of Arkansas's five SEC games. They get down by double digits in the first half every time. The only game where they didn't was Texas A&M. And here's here's the thing for this team and and even then they had to hit a buzzer shot or you know 1.1 seconds to go to win the game. This team is a really good front running team. If they get off to a great start, and it has to be a great start. It can't be 25 to 24. They have to get off to a great start with some separation. And if they do, they're usually okay. Now, they almost fell apart against A&M, but came back and hit it. This team is terrible at coming from behind. Because I don't know if they get in a hurry offensively and don't shoot well. And if that leads to horrible plays on defense. We have talked about this for the entire season. They give up layup after layup, after layup. And they miss layup, after layup, after layup. You know, it's one thing to shoot poorly from three-point range. It's something else to have shots from point blank and and not make them. And it's just almost inexplicable. And you'll see guys go in from one side of the basket, and they go to the other side and try and do a reverse lay-in miss. I mean, there's just a lot of reasons that they miss. We've seen guys on breakaways. Uh, With maybe one defender having a little bit of an angle on them, miss, and you know if you miss enough layups and give up enough layups, it doesn't matter what else you do, you're not going to win. And so it's just been almost it's it's hard to watch. This is a team. We watch John Pelfrey's teams. You know, one year they only won two conference games, and but I'm not sure they were out of every game as quickly as this team is. Were they? Our memories are pretty short. Were they out of were they out of the games as quickly as this team seems to be? <laughs> I mean, since well, I mean, I, 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 I have I, no, no.
1: I I think I have I think I have eliminated as much as I can of the John Pelfrey era as possible. However, however, some things that I do think are, are, are pretty characteristic from what I do remember is blowout losses that Pelfrey's team suffered over and over. Again, if I remember, one of the rallying cries for Mike Anderson was restore the pride, restore the tradition of Bud Walton Arena. Yet That magic had been lost under uh, John Pelfrey. And if I remember correctly, that was one of Mike's goals coming in, and that was to improve what was... I mean I don't have it in front of me.
2: Okay, I'm only well, going by I'm, memory. I'm looking, okay, I'm looking at Pelfrey's 2 and 14 year. They beat Oklahoma ranked 4th in the country by 8. They beat Texas ranked 7th in the country by 6. And then here's how they started the SEC. Lost by 14 at home to Mississippi State. Lost by 9 on the road at Ole Miss. Lost by 15 on the road to Florida. Lost by 22 at home against Auburn. Beat Alabama. Lost by 10 at LSU. Lost by 2 at Tennessee. Lost by 9 at Mississippi State. So these are not double-digit losses. They did lose by 13 at Auburn. By 16 at Kentucky. By only 3 at home against LSU. And LSU was ranked. They lost in overtime at South Carolina. They lost by 21 at Alabama after they'd beaten Alabama. They beat Georgia. I think that's the game where they brought the 94 team back they lost in overtime to Ole Miss and in the last regular season game they lost by 17 at Vanderbilt and then they lost to Florida by 15 so there are some double digits but there are a lot of single digit losses in there too to where they were at least competitive right now you hate to say this and I know Eric Musselman's got to be puzzled look this is not a question of his coach he's an excellent coach and he's got to be puzzled but right now they're not competitive in the SEC, and and they haven't played the elite teams in the SEC yet. I guess Auburn might be considered that. They're getting ready to play Kentucky. It's still a while. They don't play Tennessee till Valentine's Day. Uh, they got to go to Texas A&M, and and I don't know if they'll they'll be lucky. Uh, I don't know if they're going to sweep that series. And they don't play Alabama till the end of the year, and Alabama's pretty good. Then they've got two games coming up with Kentucky so this is not a you know we've had uh, last week on the mm, our hot springs gangster museum <coughs> National gangster museum uh, live fan feedback when you were out you know I can't remember it's one of our uh, one of the people that's not high on the basketball team anyway says they'll be lucky to win five conference games and right now you'd have to say that's that's a mm-hmm. possibility mm-hmm yeah, no doubt.
1: No doubt. Uh, do you take time ever just to <clears throat> actually go through the up-to-the-minute, if you will, statistics for Arkansas, See, especially the, the players? Shots, yeah, no, no individual.
2: It, it, yeah, but you're talking about after the games are over. I'm talking about, okay, the ones uh, I'm looking no, at. I look through the box score, but you're talking about you're talking about going to the statistics after the games are over. Okay, all combined
1: team statistics. Yeah, this is all. Then I've got a different sheet that has conference only. But let's right. just let's just let's just start. Use either one. It's yeah, all good either way. Okay, this has to be one of the worst rebounding teams. Yes, I think maybe ever. Yeah. Um,
2: They're getting mauled.
1: And they are getting totally... Minus 12,
2: minus 12 Saturday.
1: Totally shut out, basically, on the offensive boards. Now, you can almost ask why. I don't know why, but um, they are. 17 games, Draymond Mark, five offensive rebounds. 17 games, Khalif battle. He has won. Trevin Brazil, 18 games. He has 32. Minifield has only played in eight games, but he has uh, 14 offensive rebound. No, I take that back. Three. Where am I looking at? Minifield, three. Yeah. Devo Davis, through 18 games, 16 offensive rebounds. Graham, 19 through 14 games. Four, Ellis through 18 games. Davenport, 8 through 16 games. Mitchell, 11 through 18 games. Lawson, 16 through 18 games. Chandler Lawson, uh, I'm sorry, Layden Blocker, 12 through 17. And Joe's opinion has managed to play uh, for all of... 12 games so far, and he has one offensive rebound. Got that Saturday.
2: Yeah. That
1: is pitiful.
2: Yeah, I'm pitiful. guessing Blocker probably rebounds for minutes probably up there. Is going oh, easily. Anybody. Yes. You know, oh,
1: yeah.
2: yeah. Brazil at least is about one and a half a game. So, you But know, you can't Arkansas.
1: even depend upon that.
2: Now, Arkansas got eight offensive rebounds in the game against South Carolina, but three of them were, uh, I guess, either balls that went out of bounds or you missed the first end of a two-shot free throw and you get a team rebound for that. Um, but they just had, let's see, Lawson, Ellis, or excuse me, Els, uh, Davenport, Blocker, and Pinion each had one offensive rebound. And Pinion's was with six seconds to go. Brazil, in the last game, had zero
1: Offensive rebounds. Yeah, I just named. In the game against A and M, zero offensive rebounds. Wow. And let's see as I scroll through because I'm putting now too many pages in case I need them. uh, This against Florida, Brazil,
2: one offensive rebound. That against Florida. Yeah, he's six ten. You know, he's he's a guy you you need to get rebounds. Oh really?
1: I, I thought maybe he was five eleven like me, <laughs> having a difficult t- time going in there and rebounding against the taller guys. Uh, my apology uh, to the short people. I thought he was five eleven. He didn't. You know,
2: somehow I think you knew better.
1: Georgia. I don't know. That's the wrong one. That's Arkansas and Georgia.
2: Um. That's Arkansas and Kentucky.
1: Okay, women. All right, here we go. I guess I left out uh, Georgia somehow. So, that only takes me back so far. Let's see. Well, okay, I've got a bunch of ladies in here, but not enough. I think
2: you've established the fact that Arkansas Yeah, I think
1: it's pretty team. sad. It's kind but of It's not
2: just on the offensive end, it's on both ends. South Carolina got 31 defensive rebounds. Now, Arkansas missed more shots. Arkansas at 19. So that's the plus 12. And so it's it doesn't matter what end of the court you're on. Obviously, if you're not getting offensive rebounds, the other team's getting defensive rebounds. So you look at it this way. Uh, how many stickbacks are you getting? Arkansas is hardly getting any stickbacks. The other teams sometimes get some. A&M had a bunch of them. Uh, Florida had some. Uh, I don't know how many South Carolina had because they had... Um, eight offensive rebounds like Arkansas but just one was a team, so they might have had a stick back or two. But, you know, it's uh, it's not a good it's not a good deal. Second chance points. Okay. Somehow they said Arkansas got fourteen second half second chance points. How do you get fourteen second chance points if you only had five individual offensive rebounds? <laughs> I guess the team rebounds. I guess the ball goes out of bounds and you get it. They could have scored after that, but that means they scored on all but after all but one offensive rebound. That's hard to grasp. But it so says South Carolina, we got five points on offensive rebounds. I'm not going to believe that. Obviously, the statistics are what they are. So, yeah, it's. Uh, <clears throat> but here's the other one. How many lead changes were there?
1: None. Zero.
2: How many times was the game tied after 0-0? Zero, zero? None. Zero. That's just inexplicable. Start to finish. Yeah.
1: Start to finish.
2: Yeah. Like I said, I don't know what the answer is. The sad, the hard thing is, Randy, and this is this is where you know we're going to be talking about this team for 13 more games, and <clears throat> I can remember even Pelfrey's teams. You thought, okay. Somehow they're going to come back and win this game. Maybe it's because I was still doing radio then, you know, and and you've got to be positive. But, boy, watching these guys, you just wonder because their defense is so bad. You just wonder how they're. There might be that night. There can be that night when a team that should be shooting better than it does, does so. So there may be a night when they're playing at home and they hit 55%. That could still happen. And you win a game you're not expected to. But when you're talking about over the course of 13 games, that's not going to happen very often. So you're thinking, it's it's uh, unless Arkansas really does shoot the ball well, is there any hope to win? Well, I
1: was listening earlier to Pat Bradley.
2: Yeah? Pat was, I hope he repeats the same thing tonight,
1: because I want him to go into depth more than he did earlier. But uh, he was talking about, he was charting the South Carolina game. And I've out of all of the defensive opportunities, defensive sets that Arkansas had, and I'm, I'm calling the set when they're on defensive on the defensive side of the football football basketball only twice did Arkansas actually get a stop without either a turnover by South Carolina or either by a missed shot mm. So I wanted to expand upon that, because what do you mean for the entire 30 seconds of the shot clock or whatever it was, did Arkansas play such good defense that they couldn't get a shot off? Because I don't remember any shot clock violations going off against um, South Carolina, because to me, they got whatever shot they wanted all day long. One other footnote, and we will go to the phones, and that is, I don't want to hear any more a question about such-and-such's defense. I won't name this player, but he was guarding a 3-4, 4-5, whatever it may have been, probably a 3-4 for South Carolina. He puts a little move on this particular player. He drives basically uncontested to the basket and throws it down. If the player is trying to at least dunk, I mean, to block the ball on the dunk behind him, which what are the odds of that? And Musselman, after he'd already called a timeout, calls another timeout 29 seconds within that particular timeout. So don't tell me Jalen Graham can't guard his mother. Don't tell me that Joe's opinion can't guard his mother. No. When you've got some starters out there who can't guard their mother, okay. Gosh, I hope
2: Arkansas doesn't play a team of mothers. We're if they do, again. they're in trouble.
1: Lose again. <laughs> 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 we can't guard those guys. That's my oh mama. My Don't gosh. you guard her very closely? Wow. Okay, Russell okay. couldn't. He couldn't he hang guard on. his mother either. No, oh, Shane can. Shane, what's up?
2: Hey, I want to talk to
3: chime in on the uh, basketball team. Okay, I think it just comes down to coaching. I hate I hate to say it, and Musselman's a good coach, but I just think it his strategy. He don't have a he don't use Mitchell very much, and when he does use him, he, he seems to do a pretty good job inside offense. But it, then he takes him out. He's well, one. I, I he's one. Else
1: he's one like of that. the yo-yos. I call him yo-yos, and the reason why I call him yo-yos is if Mitchell goes out there and he turns it over, if he picks up a quick foul, here goes the yo-yo. It's kind of like back in the days of Coach Sutton. And uh, boom, you're back on the bench. L. Ellis comes in for 18 seconds and he turns it over. Boom, the yo-yo gets him. Khalif Battle puts up a bad shot. Whoop, the yo-yo gets
3: him. He's back
1: on the bench. Yeah, well, uh, well I agree with that. I
3: was going to get your... Uh, Information. When is the TV listings
1: going to come out for the baseball? Oh, that's going to be it. Gosh, maybe another thirty days.
2: I don't know if I've seen that. We like, for instance, they moved the Ole Miss series from a Friday through Sunday to Thursday through Saturday, which means you're going to be on TV, but they didn't announce you know what network or they didn't say which game was going to be on TV. So, season starts in mid February. I'm going to guess sometime in the next couple weeks, surely. We'll see it. Early February? Yeah. Well, You
3: guys, you guys
2: keep... Have a good day. Okay. Thank you, Jay. Well, here's the one also, Randy, that you, you... Okay, so after the Auburn game, you got many fields said the team quit. So this time, the only player available is Jeremiah Davenport. <laughs> lack of effort all the way around. That's pretty much all I can say. Is just a lack of effort today. Why... Is there lack of effort? Does nobody ask a follow-up question? Why would the entire team not have any effort? They did basically ask that, and he had no answer for it. Oh, good. Okay.
4: Tune in to Out of Bounds each Monday for Reaction Monday, brought to you by Fleet Management Services. Serving Central Arkansas for over 20 years, they're your small to mid-sized fleet specialists. Fleet Management Services is looking for a maintenance tech. Oil changes, tires, general maintenance. 100% paid health insurance. Match 401K. Paid holidays. Paid vacation. The right person can make $600 per week. Call 501-375-3672. It's trade-in time at Guatney Chevrolet. Kick off the new year in style and comfort
2: with a 2024 Chevy Equinox. Yours for just $23,999
4: with a qualifying trade-in. Or the iconic Chevy Silverado. Snag it for under $48,000 with your trade-in. Visit GuatneyChevrolet.com or stop by and see us at 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville to learn more. We'll see you soon. Chevrolet, together let's drive.
5: Impressive, powerful, aerodynamic, thrilling, and unforgettable. All words to describe this week's Saracen giveaway vehicle, Nissan's exciting 400Z. Play at Saracen all this week for your chance to win an incredible Z car from Welch Nissan. Winning is as easy as simply playing Saracen's games. Take a short 40-minute ride to Saracen Casino Resort. It's Little Rock's closest place to play, and it's the only place in Arkansas to win a fabulous Z car.
2: Saracen Casino Resort.
5: Family problem? Call 800 fox 4700 Progressive
6: presents 10 things on a contractor's to-do list that are harder than getting a commercial auto insurance quote. Bidding a new client, giving an accurate estimate, finding affordable materials, getting a client to pay you for work you already did, getting a client to pay you, period, securing permits and workers and tools, getting those workers and tools to work together, and finding the perfect pair of overalls. Pockets, baby. But the easiest thing on a small business owner's to-do list? Seeing if you can save on commercial auto insurance. Get a quote in as little as six minutes at ProgressiveCommercial.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Coverage subject to policy terms and conditions.
4: Yeah, yeah, we're replacing the carpets, too, so don't worry about that. No fresh powder yeah. yet, but Dan's ski lodge has an avalanche of projects. Yes, those four rooms are getting hot tubs. He needs a oh, staff engineer yeah, to navigate a flurry of new requests. And all of those will be fully ADA accessible. Indeed can help him hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. You can schedule and conduct virtual interviews all from your employer dashboard. Visit Indeed.com credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply.
2: Our policies are competitively priced and include new car replacement coverage if anything were to happen to your new baby.
4: See Shelter Agent Kyle Stone in Pine Bluff, Grant Westmoreland in Sheridan, or Sam Eklund in Star City. Hey folks, this
5: is Trey Johnson with H.J. Trailer Sales in Hot Springs, and we have a big New Year's sale going on. All current inventory has been marked down like a 23 Delta 32-foot 24K trailer down over $3,000. A Good Guys 35 plus 5 20K trailer marked down over $3,000 dollars under MSRP. All these trailers come with a one-year factory warranty. We have financing for everyone, whether you have good credit or bad credit. Come see why so many people are choosing to buy from HJ Trailer Sales. Check us out at Facebook or at HJTrailerSales.com.
0: Now back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish Studios. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. You've got Drive Time Sports locked in on the Buzz Radio Network. Here is Randy Rainwater.
1: Welcome back to Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater. And we're now joined by Neil Atkinson, my man from Saracen. Neil, by the way, how many were the over-under times that CBS would cut away to Taylor Swift in the KC game, KC game with Buffalo?
6: I tell you what, if I could have put a bet market on it, I guarantee you the over would have hit. I'll tell you that, but anyway.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, any, any games this past weekend, did any of those games surprise you? And I'm talking about from a Searson standpoint.
6: You know, um, yes and no. Saturday was a terrible day for the sports betters. you know. I mean, Arkansas did come with the win, and both of those uh, games on, on Saturday were a little bit lower scoring. But then they flipped the script on us on yesterday. The betters absolutely whacked us pretty good yesterday. So uh, it was a tale of two days. I thought that Saturday was going to be less competitive as Saturday, I mean, Sunday would give us more surprises. Well, I was wrong. It was flip flop. So, uh, yeah, yesterday the betters did very, very well and not so hot on Saturday. So so everybody's looking forward to the uh, championship weekend, and uh, we've already got the lines up, and then uh, we'll put some uh, conference championship specials up through the week as we get closer, sort of like a Super Bowl-type prop menu, so we'll do that. But in the meantime, we've got a little college basketball, NBA, and uh, hockey, and Australian Open and even a little English Premier League to to mess around with during the week.
1: Did the amateur mess up the uh, golf perspective?
6: No, not really, not really. Um, uh, That's you know, just always a good story when you see that. Sure. Not many people, not many people bet on the amateur. I can tell you that.
1: Sure. Yeah. All right. Uh, The big play this week will be either san fran taking on detroit san francisco i'm guessing will be uh the heavy favorite there particularly since they're playing at home and then you've got a dandy it's going to be played in baltimore and that is between the ravens and the chiefs is it hard right now to establish any kind of lines that will go against none other than patrick mahomes
6: no not really um you know that this game probably would have be a pick'em if it was on a neutral site it's already out at, uh, Baltimore's favored by three and a half and then San Francisco's favored by six and a half over the Lions but I'll tell you what you watch the Bills Chief games I mean uh, those games have been so memorable and uh last night was uh did not disappoint unless you were a Bills fan and and you in that last field goal that was missed last night so uh I know that deflated if you were a Bills fan, but I think a lot of people really wanted to see this Kansas City-Baltimore matchup. And uh, hey, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I know where I'm going to be at 2 o'clock on Sunday.
1: Absolutely. Uh, <clears throat> great matchup. All right, Neil, how can someone clue in all this good stuff?
6: Well, go to and uh, uh, on the web or PC. And from your phone, just go to the App Store and download uh, the com. It's quick and easy. Register real quick with the Super Bowl coming up and uh, March Madness and college uh, uh, college basketball going into the thick of conference play. You don't wait to the day of the game to sign up. You want to go ahead and get that sign up so you can get funded and uh, go ahead and study and get get take advantage of a lot of these future bets that we have.
1: All right, Neil. Thank you. That is Neil Adkinson by way of Saracen. Now, Rick, I I'm thinking this is going to be. Someone very special. Let's just see if
0: he's there. Should I do this first? That way we know. Then now, Trey Biddy is brought to you by Chris Crane Hyundai, Arkansas's number one Hyundai dealer, and Genesis of Conway, Arkansas's only Genesis dealer. Genesis of Conway, the future of luxury today. Now here's Trey Biddy. Trey, I'm
5: special. We're all special, Randy. You are very special. <laughs> I mean,
0: this is
1: when we get you on; it's always special. I, I didn't have the heart, or actually, I didn't have the energy. I didn't have either the heart or the energy. I got to go back and watch your walk and talk from Saturday.
2: Mm-hmm. I watched it. He sounded about like after a bad football game.
5: Yeah, it, it didn't sound after too, a too much bad different. Did it? Game. No, it In fact, I think same, I think yeah. about maybe two thirds of it was switching over to football <laughs>
2: so yeah, did. We, yeah. we
5: definitely covered a lot of football with it but uh, you know everywhere I go lately people are asking me when I want to do a walk and talk for basketball and it's been on this show obviously and then the guy in front of me uh, where I was sitting in, in the press area he turned around and said Trey we really need a walk and talk after this one <laughs> I, a lot of people view it as therapeutic I'm not a licensed therapist but for some reason people Uh, It makes them feel better or calms down or something. I I don't know. I still felt pretty frustrated when I was done with it Uh, just because this team, just individually you look at it and it just seems like they should be individual a lot better and they're just not not coming together as a team. And uh, it was just very disappointing the way – the game played out. That's uh, you know, all credit to South Carolina. South Carolina is not that great a basketball team. I mean, yeah, they're 15 and three, but when you look at their numbers statistically, they don't score a lot of points. Um, they're not a, a great rebounding team. They don't shoot a lot of free throws. <laughs> you know, I mean, just like just every offensive metric, they're you know near, you know in the bottom. You know, quarter or so of the SEC, and then defensively they're, you know, kind of in the middle of the pack. So, a team, I'm just going to say, just like I said with the Walk and Talk, a team like South Carolina shouldn't be coming into Fayetteville and beating a half decent Arkansas team by double digits. Right, and so nope. I mean that just right. tells you that this isn't this isn't a half decent Arkansas team, and uh, that's been proven to us over and over again, and uh, it's it's just it's frustrating. I, I think there's a, you know another topic that I was covering on there. There's a lot of people, you know, you start to see people chirping a little bit about muscleman and I mean. Yeah, they're not having a good year. They didn't gel very well this year. He put together a different kind of roster than he's had before. He's tried to build it seems like a different team every year, but this is the best coach that Arkansas's had in a quarter century. It's the best coach since Nolan Richardson. It's not even it's not even close and you know, if you start talking about uh making a change at you know, and that, that's not happening. You know, I don't think on Arkansas's end voluntarily that wouldn't happen, but the odds are way more likely you're going to end up with somebody worse than Musselman um, if you if you tried to make a change. So my thoughts are I think he's overdue still for an extension and a raise. Uh, he hasn't gotten one in a while, and it's a tricky year to do that because you're going to have people upset, but that's just kind of the way college sports are um, because, you know, he's not going to be coming off a great year. But to me, if you're not extending and raising the guy, uh, you're just saying – You know, we're fine if you go. That's my opinion on it. And so I think he was already overdue for one. But uh, the guy's earned a lot of grace with me, going to two Elite Eights and a Sweet 16. Arkansas hasn't done that. Hadn't gone to a Sweet 16 since 96 before he got here. So I don't know what people have been watching the last quarter century.
2: Yeah, I, I don't know that, I, I didn't know that he hadn't had a Razor extension, not that uh, any company. He got that one made,
5: up to $4 million, I believe. Yeah. that was a pretty it, good, you know, deal at yeah, the time. Yeah, big but that's bump. Been, Yeah, that's been a few
2: years had, ago, hasn't had to it? Have been, it had to have been probably after the Elite Eight, which would have been his second the first year. Elite Eight. Yep. Yeah. So if he hadn't had any, another Elite Eight probably should have got a little bit of a bump. But let's face it, Trey, I, I just have to say this and, and somebody can shoot me down. All these coaches; these salaries are are just ridiculous. And so, yeah. if four million's not enough, then that's not enough. Now, let Does he though. deserve a small bump? Yes. An extension? Yes. You need that in recruiting. Uh, and I know you're, what you're going to say is that's what everybody else is paying. Well, that's fine. Not quite. But it, it's it's Close. bad. That it, it's bad that everybody's paying <laughs> those
5: type of salaries. Right. Yeah. And um, then they
2: ask you for more money.
5: You know, and you're probably gonna agree that uh, you know, is like is Adele overpaid or Taylor Swift, is she overpaid? You know, is is Tom Cruise overpaid. Well, you know, here's these, the thing these with people them. are celebrities.
2: But exactly, and and they are paid for individual performances that if they did not perform they would not sell tickets and they would
5: not be overpaid.
2: And so that's right, that's but they're the also thing is, not
5: competing against that's one correct uh, one Well, other in,
2: <laughs> in effect, they are. In effect, yeah. they are because it, they're competing for your time and for your entertainment dollar. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, so I would say, in effect, that they are. Yes, the thing about it is, athletics is unlike mm-hmm. any other business other than the military, where they're trying to kill you. But right. in athletics, I, I've shared with people before, it's kind of like how would you like every morning you are going to go to work, you get up, and somebody's blocking your driveway because they don't want you Mm -hmm. to be successful in what you're doing. And that's really what they face, because everything that they're doing to game plan, somebody's game planning against them. So I get what you're saying, but I think Mm -hmm. that we've gone way overboard in college athletics,
5: and probably professional
2: athletics, too.
5: I mean, Tom Hanks doesn't come out with a movie, and then Denzel Washington comes out with a movie, and you have to decide, you know, one guy's good and one guy isn't. Right, But you don't (laughs) have
2: to go to either one of them. And if enough people don't
5: go, if enough people don't go...
2: Then, the, then they're not stars anymore. But I get what you're saying. Right? No, but it's I, all about I, how you're going to spend is, your entertainment
5: dollar. Yeah, I would, I'm just you know backing up what you said. You can't compare sports to, um, no. you know, any other profession. It's just but not.
2: in but in but exactly what you're saying is right. Eric Musselman is an outstanding basketball coach, and his record is by far the best since Nolan's. You are right. We can all uh, we love Mike Anderson. Pelfrey was a good guy. Stan Heath was a really good guy. But Musselman's record is by far superior to anybody since Nolan. So that's, that's not even an argument.
5: No, it's not. And, I mean, when you look at all the other things he does, I mean, in terms of, you know, his activity level... You know, social media presence. I don't know when he sleeps. That that's a big thing. Yeah, I know, it, you know um, it, it, people may not think social media presence is important, and it's not. If you're not winning games, that's the last thing you talk about. But when you're going through the boxes of everything that he does, incredibly active and proactive in the transfer portal, innovative. Um, you know, obviously incredible pedigree. You know it it just kills him to lose. I mean, I don't know if I've seen a coach that takes losing as hard as Mosselman does. You didn't know Lou
2: Holtz? He, he no, I similar, didn't. Yeah,
5: similar. <laughs> Lou Holtz was <laughs> he a would, tad before He would my be time. depressed,
2: depressed after a loss, and then he'd yeah, come back. Fine. But here's the thing, Trey, and this is where you just have to hang it, is for whatever reason, these players aren't performing and that's the disappointment. Randy just went through a whole lot of statistics and you have to say these these are guys that are better than this and and then for whatever reason they're not they're not they're not holding up their end of the bargain.
5: Yeah, well to me it looks like just an energy level and Toughness, and maybe it's a team that needs to be in a game where there's 73 foul shots, and the game lasts two hours and 40 minutes. Maybe that's maybe that's the only answer because that's what happened in their win. So, but you know, even looking ahead, like there's going to be a lot of turnover with this roster. I mean, there's most of the guys are. you know, Did either you out right? of eligibility this year yeah. or would be like six-year seniors. Yeah. And Arkansas under Musselman or well, anybody has never had a six-year senior. It's not like football where you see that sometimes. So there's going to be quite a bit of roster turnover next year. No doubt. All right, gentlemen, hang on. we got to take a break.
1: Drive Time Sports will continue in just one moment.
4: Coach Matt Zimmerman joins Randy and Rick on Drive Time Sports each week to talk all things college hoops, courtesy of the DHR group of Sonic Drive-Ins. It's a new year, and the new you
0: deserves a new ride. From Guadney Buick GMC, it's tax time. You worked hard all year, you paid in. Now you need to get paid. Because at Guadney Buick GMC, your refund is going farther than
4: ever before. Call 501-945-4444. Combining current offers, purchase allowances, and cash back with your refund makes it the best time to trade before tax season is over. Stack your tax refund on up to $6,000 purchase allowance on 2023 and 24 GMC Sierra 1500. Equipped with the 5.3 V8. Requires eligible trade. Winner is here. Choose from a lot full of four-wheel drive and all-wheel drive vehicles. You will be approved. So make your New Year's resolution to upgrade your trade at Guadney Buick GMC next to Sam's Club. Call 501 945 4444. 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock. view at GMC.com. GMC, we are professional grade. See dealer for details.
2: Did you know Arch Marine is the kayak leader
4: in central Arkansas? Right now, get 20% off all feel-free kayaks. All the prices are falling on kayaks this month. Don't forget, we repair ATVs. Your granddaddy trust Arch Marine, and so can you. And now, another no-brainer money-saving tip from Progressive. It looks like your luggage is over 50 pounds. Is there anything you can take out? Oh yeah. Let me just toss all these $20 bills. Great. Let me grab you a trash can. Stop. Instead of throwing money away, move some clothes into a carry-on. And here's a better tip from Progressive on how not to waste money. Don't pay too much for car insurance. Drivers who switch and save could save hundreds. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Potential savings will vary. Not available in all states. At Charmin, we heard you shouldn't talk about going to the bathroom in public. So we decided to sing about it. When
3: you roll the Charmin up to stop on the so roll it back, everybody Sherman's irresistibly soft And hella nice My creepers is always soft It's our party party It's
4: cool And my cheeks feel So what it is Everybody wanna touch the sky Sherman Ultra Soft is irresistibly soft And more absorbent, so you can use less Enjoy the go with Sermon. Tap Time with Bryce Nall and Scott Parton, presented by New Province Brewing, returns this Thursday at 7. Tap Time is Wood Rock's premier radio show for beer lovers by beer lovers. Tap Time Thursday from 7 till 8 on 103.7 The Buzz. Live from the Edwards Food Giant Studios.
5: If you're interested in continuing your involvement in high school athletics and want to make some extra money, what better way to do so than by becoming an official? For information on how you can give back to student-athletes in Arkansas, please contact us at 501-955-2500. Again, that's 501-955-2500. The Arkansas Activities Association is looking for sports officials, and you may be the answer.
0: Welcome back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios, where it's much like any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations, minus the always fresh, delicious food options like the family-packed catfish dinners. The number one sports radio show in Arkansas, Drive Time Sports, on the Buzz Radio Network.
1: When the initial forecast came out, I'm sure you were thinking, oh my, I need four-wheel drive. That was the threat. We thought maybe up to a quarter inch of frozen precipitation here for Central Arkansas. But the temperatures have prevailed, and maybe we'll get that cleansing rain that we need as well. But, Shop Gwatney Chevrolet, they have got some huge deals Going on right now, whether it's on the Silverado, that gorgeous Silverado pickup. When you trade in a qualifying offer, you can save anywhere from five to ten grand on the Silverados and even the Equinoxes when you trade in a qualifying vehicle. And they also have, speaking of that Silverado. Maybe you just want the 2024 brand-new Chevy Silverado. Uh, your dream truck could be yours for under 48 grand with your qualifying trade-in. Visit GuatneyChevrolet.com or stop by and see them at the dealership. Right there with the huge American flag, right in the center of downtown Jacksonville. And uh, you can't miss it. Right there on the right, if you're headed north, towards Cabot, Searcy, that direction. That is Guatney Chevrolet. Together, let's drive. Man, we feel so honored to have uh, this gentleman with us again today at a special time.
0: Then now, Trey Biddy is brought to you by Chris Crane Hyundai, Arkansas's number 1 Hyundai dealer, and Genesis of Conway, Arkansas's only Genesis dealer. Genesis of Conway, the future of luxury today. Now, here's Trey Biddy.
1: We have a couple of callers we will touch on those. We have some other well gosh, I forget we have so much time today with Trey. I'm... I've got I may have time to get everything in today in regards to of course, then what will I do tomorrow. But anyway, we'll worry about today. Let's uh, talk with Toby. Toby, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey?
7: Yes, I do. Thank you so much once again, guys, for taking my call. Really do enjoy your show. Um, hopefully you will agree with me, Trey, that defense is a teachable skill. Now, granted, some guys are more teachable than others. But, I mean, don't we have them, um, our great defensive players that we've had come through Arkansas, say, for example, like Sidney Muncreep and all of those guys. And if that be the case, I mean, why don't, why doesn't must just go ahead and maybe bring Sidney Creek back and put him on a retainer and let him teach these guys how to really play defense? I mean, this guy was not only a great defensive player in college, but also the defensive player of the year in the pros and... And, uh, it's not him. Somebody from the past, you know, who has been a great defensive player, put him on a retainer, let him teach these guys how to play some defense. I, I'll hang up and listen.
5: Yeah. Well, Ronnie Brewer's on staff. He's a pretty good defensive player. Um,
1: how do I'm you teach effort,
5: Trey? Right? Yeah, I, I don't think it's the teaching that's going yeah,
1: on. Yeah, like, how, how do you teach effort? How do you teach desire?
5: Yeah, that's what it looks like to me more than anything. You know, as Musselman said, they they run the same drills that they run and the same teachings that they run when they led the nation in three-point defense a couple of years ago. And uh, they're a terrible three-point defensive team right now. I think they're like 208 nationally and 3 point defense. They are leading the nation in blocks, at least that was the case before the South Carolina game. I think they only had 3 blocks so maybe they slid a little bit but they were leading the nation in block shots. That was a strategy that uh, they transitioned from, with the new rules changes, with taking charges. You notice you don't see a bunch of charges taken right now, you know, and that's because Arkansas has just gotten away from it. Uh, it wasn't long ago when Jalen Williams led the country and charges taken. Uh, but now it's, it's about getting more vertical, so they're blocking more shots. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he, they're, it's not like Musselman has uh, a bad reputation as a coach on defense. Um, I, I would say the Elite Eight team year before last was, was excellent. On defense and um, yeah I just, I just think that they the pieces that they put together you know when we looked at this team as it's being assembled we're, I'm thinking well this is gonna be a great free throw shooting team it's gonna be a great three-point shooting team and it really isn't <laughs> so uh, and you know on top of it defense is just sorely lacking and so uh, I, I don't know that it's again When I look at Musselman's reputation as a coach and what I've seen from him, you know, over the five years that he's been here, uh, I think the guy knows what he's doing as a coach. And sometimes it just doesn't come together, and that looks like it's this year. At the same time, we have counted, and this feels different. I think we've we've all agreed on that, that this feels like a different, it's going to be a different outcome for him. Uh, But we have seen them. The last three years start off poorly and then some, figure something out. And usually uh, what they figured out was was just playing stronger defense. And, you know, they, they go on a little run. Uh, this year it just doesn't look like that's going to be the case. Well, if defense leads to offense,
2: yes. then the offense suffers when you're not playing very good defense. Mm-hmm. And
5: we've seen that too,
2: yeah. Let's talk with... Steve, Steve, good
1: afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey.
3: Uh, First, Randy, let me uh, say welcome back, my friend.
1: Thank you, buddy. I appreciate that.
3: Well, uh, to me, just because a player goes into the transfer portal, that don't mean that they're very good.
2: Well, of course. No. but the ones Arkansas got were supposed to be. They were, and, and yeah, they had and done well, well at other schools. Well,
3: yeah. that's that, that's my my question. Who does the evaluation?
2: Because
3: I remember the football team had this same problem about uh, three years ago.
5: Mm-hmm. Muscleman is, is a major is a major leader as a head coach when it comes to evaluating the portal prospects. Um, Michael also is obviously very big on it. You know, he's the, uh, I guess, the recruiting director also in addition to everything else. And so, but again, you know, Trevin Brazil is a, I was looking today. You know, you see him in the first round, pred- predicted in the first round. Uh, it amazes me. I mean, he had three points and six rebounds or something. Yeah. I mean, that doesn't sound like a, an NBA first rounder. No. Uh, but and you know, I know he came in the year before. But look at some of the other guys that they've brought in over the years, who have been major impact guys. And really, the talk last year, what was it, what were we talking about last year? Uh, they just went. They went a little too young. You know, they brought in all these five-star freshmen, uh, but they went too young, and they need to go get more portal guys. That was what we were saying last year. And so this year, they went out and got a bunch of portal guys, only brought in two high school recruits, both five stars. And uh, it just it just hasn't worked out for whatever reason. So, uh, But, I mean, Tremont Mark was a huge get out of the transfer portal. Tremont Mark yep. was also in the player. NBA – he was in the NBA draft. He declared with eligibility, you know, you know with, and kept his eligibility um, when he committed to Arkansas and then withdrew. Uh, but, you know, Mark has been a really good player. They got out of the transfer portal. And, um, you know, you look at L. Ellis, the guy averaged 17.7 points a game last year for Louisville and hasn't even come close to doing something like that this year. Um, You know, Makai Mitchell was a solid player for them last year in the post. He has taken a dramatic step back for whatever reason. I don't know if there's maybe an injury or something with him, but he is not. He was a, you know, he was a, I don't think he started every game, but he started more games than he didn't last year. And he has not been anywhere close to that guy. Um yeah, you know, uh, Jalen Graham to me hasn't been as good on offense as no. as he was, and Debo isn't playing like he has in the past. I mean, there's a lot. I mean, to look at that, you know, where guys just just aren't living up to. Uh, Caleb Battle, guys, was a three point was just deadly from three point at Temple, and you know he hasn't found his his rhythm, and there's just a lot of that. They're just not not playing well together. I mean it's just just not playing well together. All right, Trey, this from our Gangster
1: Museum of America Life In feedback. Uh this from Big Keith, he says. Uh trying again. Must has a two hundred and seventy five thousand dollar buyout after this season. There's no way your check is that incompetent. We're allowed that on his own. Ask yourself, why would a coach with Muss's success have a buyout that low? Answer. He didn't want a big buyout. I'm afraid. I know the reason why. Just my thoughts. What are Trey's and Rick's thoughts? Well, we'll get that from you when we come back.
0: The Bucks are
1: back.
4: At the 34th Annual Reliance Bank Arkansas Big Buck Classic presented by Oaklawn, January 26th through 28th at the State Fairgrounds, you could win a lifetime hunting license, a Browning A Bolt Rifle, or a $1,000 gift card from Hunters Refuge. The Taka Hunting Gear Game and Fish Foundation free kids zone, including a trout pond, hoverball, buana gym, and more. Hunters bring your antlers for your chance to win a tracker off road 800 S.